What's going on, everyone? And welcome into Plaisance Podcast. Today is a special road episode. You've caught me on the road on the way back to Birmingham, Alabama. I'm in the car with my beautiful wife, but we are not stopping. This is an unstoppable train. We're on the move right now. Let's get started. We've got last night's news today. We've got Plaisance Locks, which have been on freaking fire as of late. We are 6-3 and three so far in our first season of this show. And last but not least, we're going to start a brand new segment. Just stay tuned to the end for that. So let's get started with last night's news today. We've got Zach Wilson has been benched in New York. The Jets have said they've had enough. Robert Sala said that Zach Wilson just flat out needs a reset. This is 1,000% his death sentence. After just completing nine passes on the day versus New England on Sunday and having 10 punts, Zach Wilson came out and said after that he did not let the defense down. That right there is a locker room killer for a top 10 defense. I think you're seeing the same situation play out in Denver right now. So just be on the look for Zach Wilson to never play another down of meaningful football again. I think his career is done. Mike White is going to get the start come Sunday versus the Chicago Bears. The line has now moved from four and a half to five favoring the Jets, meaning that no one has confidence in Zach Wilson. Their playoff chances have also increased from 37% to 42%. I mean, all the odds are pointing towards Zach Wilson just never playing another down in New York ever again. I think that Jimmy G is going to become the next quarterback for the New York Jets next season. Barring a Super Bowl win with the 49ers this year, which I don't think is going to happen, but we'll see. Next up, we've got Ben Simmons, who absolutely balled out in his return to Philadelphia yesterday. Simmons had 11 points, 11 assists, 7 rebounds, 3 blocks, and 3 steals. He absolutely filled the stat sheet and shot over 50% from the field. However, the Nets still lost the basketball game. And they played against a 76ers team that didn't have Joel Embiid, James Harden, or Tyrese Maxey in the lineup. I I mean, what are they doing? It Honestly, when you watch the game, you could see it all play out on the defensive end. Uh, I mean, there was no effort whatsoever to guard anyone. The 76ers shot 62 of 32 from three. They had 49 rebounds compared to the Nets' 35. Not to mention they had 20 I repeat, 20 offensive rebounds. You had five different 76ers score 15 points or more. Tobias Harris was the leader of this team going up against Kevin Durant. I mean, oh, you you can't even get me started with how bad the Nets have been this season. I mean, I don't see them having any kind of playoff success coming in uh, in this upcoming playoff season. It just doesn't look optimal to me. Right now, they're sitting outside of the playoffs, they're currently in a play-in seed, which for this caliber of talented team, it's embarrassing that they're in the spot that they're in. Uh, they honestly just lacked big man play last night. There was nobody on the floor who could be an enforcer, and I think that's what you see in almost every single good team, including the 76ers who have P.J. Tucker, who is a great enforcer. Uh, fun fact, P.J. Tucker has actually played – 25 games in his career, averaging 25 minutes in a game, and scored zero points. That's actually low-key impressive that the man just won't shoot the basketball or won't make his shots. But I digress. 
on a more positive note, Plizon's picks got two out of three last night. The locks were almost locked in. We came extremely close to hitting our Ben Simmons parlay. We got the assist. We got the rebounds. However, Simmons just stopped shooting the ball. I don't think he had a single attempt in the fourth quarter, and the Nets just decided to mail it in after being down big with about five minutes left. He just went to the bench and never came back. So moving on now, we've got it in the bag, baby. This is Plusant's Locks. We're 6-3 and three on the year. we got to keep them coming. Tonight, we've got a banger slate. I always love my picks, but tonight we're hitting different. First up, Warriors, minus nine versus the Clippers. The Warriors are winning at home right now. They are 7-1 and one at home, and they're winning on an average of 13 points per game in those home games. The Clippers don't have Kawhi. They don't have Paul George. They have lost almost every single game they've played without both of those players. Steph and Clay are off absolute heaters in Houston. They went for 74 points, 10 rebounds, and 18 assists combined. I think the crowd's going to be juiced for them. The Warriors have won 86%. Now, this right here is a Plaisant gem find. The Warriors have won 86%. I repeat, 86% of their games off a loss in the last 10 years, excluding their 2019-2020 season where Steph didn't play and Clay didn't play and Draymond mostly didn't play. The Warriors are on fire after they, they catch an L. I think this is an easy dub. And moving on, we've got the Pelicans minus 7 versus the Spurs. The Pelicans are surprisingly healthy this year, and Zion has been playing like a top 10 player. He's finally back and is healthy and has been dominating. He's averaging 22, 6, and 3, and he's playing on a minutes restriction as well. So this is phenomenal for the Pelicans. The Spurs have finally had their reality set in. They've lost 10 of their last 11 by an average of a whopping 19-point differential in each game. They got blown out by 43 points. 25 points, 22 points, 31 points, 37 points. This team is putrid. It might be the worst team in the league, excluding maybe Houston, I guess. We got to hammer this home, though. That's my point. I'm giving this the extra stamp of approval with Plusolt's guarantee. Hammer it, boys. Take it to the bank. Cash it in. It's over. Last but not least, we've got a nice little college basketball play. College basketball for me has been pretty good so far. UCLA is going up against Pepperdine. And if UCLA didn't have back-to-back losses, this would be a 20-25 to point spread. They're only favored by 16, which is a little suspicious to me. Maybe Vegas knows something, but I doubt it. This is a top 25 caliber team. They just lost to two better teams. They lost to Baylor and they lost Illinois. I, who are both top 25 teams. I don't think that UCLA is that bad. Pepperdine has been beating bad teams. Yes, they're 4-1 on the season. But so has UCLA, and by massive margins. This, flat out, to me, is just a team gap. I want to see UCLA smack this line. And last but certainly not least, the new segment to Plaisance Podcast. We're going to be doing a massive list of the top 100 NBA players of all time. This is going to be kind of a short segment in our podcast, but I would love to do it because I'm a psychopath and I've already ranked the top 100 players in NBA history. So we're going to start out with number 100. Now for the first 50 to 100, we're mainly looking at accolades, uh, but 1 to 50, we're going to be looking at other things like impact on communities, uh, how long these players played, etc., etc. 
So, but for number 100, we're going with Amari Stoudemire. Stoudemire is a six-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA player, won the Rookie of the Year. He averaged 19 points, eight rebounds, and one and a half blocks per game for his entire career. He was known mainly for his time in Phoenix and in New York. He played for the Knicks. He helped make the seven-second offense with Steve Nash famous around the league. They made it to a Western Conference Finals. And in his best year, he averaged 25 points, nine rebounds, and two blocks. His career, though, was plagued by injuries, particularly to his knee. I think that he definitely could have had a much better career than he did. He missed 30 games in a season seven different times in his career. Uh, but that is going to be player number 100. We will probably get one uh, or two of our top 100 players every day or every other day. I'd love for you guys to keep tuning in in this segment. And that's going to do it for our road trip episode of Plaisance Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow.